welcome back to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tabitha Kroc, and let's thank our sponsor, 32 Below, Froyo and more. They are located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, with frozen yogurt, paninis, adult floats, beer, wine, tons of toppings, great flavors. Go check them out. Follow them on social media. They are amazing. And Sundays, they do endless mimosas. All right. I interview Mason today. She is a radio personality, amazing woman, great advice, funny stories, hilarious. You're going to love this episode. It's full of humor. It's full of advice, grace, and so much more. So enjoy. Good morning. I have Mason with me today and this woman is phenomenal. Um, I found her through social media platforms. Uh, the videos I look forward to seeing are her videos um, about dating advice or dating stories or life advice that's like real and raw. She is also a, um, I guess, radio personality. And now I saw that you did voiceovers. So thank you so much. Tell us a little bit about you, your background and where you're at. Um, well, I'm unemployed. So that's fun. Uh, but I did do radio for 13 years in Seattle. So I had a, a good run and hopefully I'll, I'll get back into it. But COVID is uh, not messing around. So less than ideal times right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And are you yeah. from the Seattle area then? No, I am actually a, a Navy brat. So uh, I've lived all over. I was born in Hawaii and then we moved to uh, Charleston, South Carolina and Springfield, Virginia and La Madalena, Italy, and then Silverdale, Washington, and then Seattle. Wow. Yeah, oh. So I've made the rounds. <laughs> yeah. So what, what are, so right now you're unemployed, uh, love and life. What was that? I said in love and life being unemployed. Yeah, super fun. It's stressful and I try not to be a complete degenerate and, you know, drink at noon or by myself. So I think I'm winning in that regard. <laughs> That's awesome. And so yeah. how, how did you get into, um, I guess, what did you do before radio? Well, um, so when I lived in Hawaii, our next door neighbor was the nightly news anchor. So from, I don't know, is as young as you can get of knowing what you wanted to do, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a news anchor. So when I went to college, went to Washington State University, we have the Edward R. Murrow School of Communication, which is a pretty good school if you're looking to get on air. And I got there and I was like, oh, every blonde girl wants to be on the news. Hmm. So I ended up switching my major to advertising and I thought that's what I was gonna do. And my last year at college, I was cleaning my room at the sorority and I had the local radio station on and their intern didn't show up. So I called them and I was like, I'll be your intern. And they asked me one question, which was highly inappropriate. Um, do you have big boobs? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. So that's how uh, I got my internship. <laughs> and when I graduated, I got a real job. Um, I worked for uh, an ad rep firm or a radio rep firm, sorry. So we basically worked as a middleman between ad agencies and radio stations across the country. And the guy who trained me helped, helped me put together an audio resume called an air check. Mm -hmm. And I sent that off to three local radio stations and I heard back from one. 
They hired me to do weekends. I did that for about a year while I was working two other jobs and wanted to kill myself. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, right time, right place. They fired the morning show, moved the afternoon girl up to mornings. And then I did afternoons in Seattle for 13 years. So wow. yeah, I really lucked out. I was yeah. really lucky. Um, and then I just saw that you now do some voiceover stuff for like commercials and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've did that through the radio station before, but, um, I did endorsements so they would air only on our station. So yeah, TikTok shockingly has brought me more job offers in that regard than any other social media platform. So that's been super helpful. Oddly enough, like both of the ones that I did were for departments of transportation. So like, two different dudes in two different states contacted me to do that, which I thought was just super ironic. One in uh, Florida and the other one in Massachusetts. And yeah, it's something that I really enjoy doing. So. And you're great at it. You have the perfect voice for it. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah. If you're on a TikTok, if you're listening today, if you're on TikTok, please follow her because, and if you're a single female, you're going to really love her content because there is some uh, great dating stories that you probably can like you know, connect with, because I bet a lot of people go through the same thing. I think so. I think if you're on the dating apps, you have had uh, not so fun experiences. If anyone's been on there and been like, no, it's wonderful every time. Well, then tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me what you're doing. Because oh I don't know anyone. Yeah, your stuff. I was just laughing. Like, I'll just go through. I've never done dating apps and I'm in a relationship, but I just like this stuff is Goal. I'm really happy for you. I'm really <laughs> thrilled that you're in a relationship and that you're really happy. That's cool. Really happy for you. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, did not I not jealous at all? Did I mention I have a job too? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rub some salt in the wound. Really happy for you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, so <sighs> all her stuff. Um, let's get in some fun questions about you. Yeah. You. Um, what is one life lesson that you have learned the hard way? I think probably the biggest one that I've learned is just because you love someone doesn't mean that you should be together. Mm. That's a tough one. Um, and it's really hard to see when you're in it, you know, you just want to make something work, but sometimes like no matter what enough stuff's happened in the past or you're two different of people that it's just never going to work and love ain't enough. That's so, I mean, that's so such a, it's a hard truth to hear. Um, we stay in relationships or even friendships, I think a little too long. Absolutely. Because we've done it for so long. Like, well, we've been together. I think a lot of times people in relationships too, it's like, well, I don't, especially if you're a girl, like, oh, I, I've put so much work into this and I'll have to start all over. And, you know, you kind of have to look at it and go, okay, well, do I have more bad days than good days? Like, is this genuinely worth it? And I try to remind myself, like, I don't like being single. Uh, there's times where I do enjoy it, but I like having a partner and I like having those things. And the times where I find myself, I'm like, Ooh, I'm never going to settle because I would rather be unhappy at moments alone, as opposed to kind of that constant nagging of like something doesn't feel right or walking around on eggshells or just not trusting someone. You know what I mean? I'd rather be unhappy with my life and do little things that I can control to make it better. Exactly. And that's such a good truth. I mean, I know so many females that just stay there way too long, um, especially with like narcissists and stuff. Cause you just feel like it's always you and 
that's a whole nother podcast. I think we go into, um, yeah, that's, it's such a good point. Um, well, I feel like some of those things should be, you know, how you're taught in high school. I don't even know if they still do it anymore. Like to balance your checkbook or like things that aren't, you know, things that you actually can use, but you know, how to ask a girl out on a date or how to reject someone, how to make these decisions of whether this is a healthy relationship or not. I feel like a lot of us don't have the tools in which to do that. Exactly. It's having those tough conversations that we weren't taught. If your parents didn't teach it to you, you were screwed. Yep. Yep. And maybe your parents weren't the best model. I mean, my parents are still married and they're really good together, but I don't know where I went astray. I mean, maybe it's because they don't fight. Um, I didn't know how to fight. I didn't know how to, I don't know. I, I married the first guy that I ever dated. Well, there you go. So learned, learned, learned a lesson there too. Well, you also, with all your funny dating stories and the things you, you also have a lot of inspiring stuff, a lot of great content. Um, what inspires you like to be your best self? I think when I'm doing everything right, so to speak, when I'm running on all cylinders, I feel my best. So if I am, you know, working out and I'm doing chores, I'm applying for jobs or I'm doing things. I, I, I think just the gratification of even just checking things off. Like I know a lot of that is attached for me. I deal with some depression a little bit, even when I had a job because I lived alone and I essentially worked alone. I was in a room by myself for five hours a day and I'd be lucky like if I didn't make extracurricular like time to go see friends and whatnot, like I wouldn't see people. Maybe I'd have like an hour's worth of a conversation if you added it up for the entire week. And so when I am keeping my house clean and I'm, you know, getting up and showering and getting ready and like putting a lot of effort in to look good, then I feel better. So, and I know that and sometimes still don't do it, but <laughs> See, that's why I started this podcast is because I was like, I got to get up and get ready or yeah. holding yourself accountable is honestly, I started doing through work. Um, I did this outfit of the day. And so I would, you know, put together an outfit and take a photo every day. And it became my thing, so to speak. And before that I was wearing yoga pants to work every day and it didn't really matter because no one saw me. Right. It's very easy to spiral out if you're not if you don't have something to get out of bed every, every morning, even if it's something small. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've always been told like you dress for the job you want. I mean, I guess it's, it's mm -hmm. you know, what your job is, but you always try to level up so that it does. It makes you feel like more powerful, more confident. You know, you're, you're wanting to talk to people more or mm -hmm. whatever it is, crush whatever job you have. Right. Um, so I think it's super important. Yeah. I mean, if I stay around in my pajamas all day, I can absolutely do that. There's no one here, but then I probably, I'm not going to do the dishes. I'm not going and it gets dirty. And then I'm sleeping in a lot longer. It's, it's all connected. I don't know if that's for other people, but for me, that's, it's huge. Oh, completely. During quarantine for like the two months, I was really like, we didn't leave. It felt like that. I was like, oh yeah, do I really need to do laundry? I mean, I sometimes wash the same load over and over again, but it's totally I fine. Totally <laughs> fine. Totally fine. <laughs> So who is your biggest hero or inspiration in your life? Probably my parents. Um, you know, 
I wasn't really close to them until recently, despite being an only child. Um, I just didn't really get along with my parents for a long time. I think I was bullied growing up. And so moving around, I didn't tell them. I think I was just unhappy for a long time and I took it out on them and I didn't tell them like I was getting bullied. I was embarrassed. And so only like in the last like four or five years have I like really made an effort to become closer with both of my parents and they're just, they're not perfect. I'm realizing too, um, especially my dad being a white male. Um, but like they really do the best that they can. Like my parents, my dad does not lie like about anything. Like I don't like to lie, it makes me uncomfortable, but I will lie if I need to about certain things, you know, especially things that, you know, white lies that make no difference or something like, you know, if you wanna go check out a house, you know, you're just kind of like, I just wanna go look and pretend like you're actually looking. My dad would never do that. He just does not lie about anything. And so I, I respect that and I try, I might not be as of good of person as they are, but I definitely, I think, try to be better because of them. Right, and I think that's a that's lot. Like growing up, like your parents are like, you put them up on this pedestal and they're these people. But then you get older and you get, you know, get to know them and your friends, you're like, oh, you're full of flaws too. You're just as bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have different kinds of things and, you know, not seeing things from other people's perspective, you know, and I, I don't know. It, it definitely puts things into perspective of how I react to things and what my life experiences are and how I relate to others. So. So besides doing TikToks and making cool video, great content, you know, what are your, and uh, you know, being an amazing, confident female, um, what are your hobbies outside of, you know, your regular day-to-day stuff? I always have such a hard time answering hobby questions because I feel like if you don't have like a sport or something, it's like a lot harder. Um, I have picked up cooking in the last couple of years. I'm actually not bad at it, but that's within like little small doses. I have to be in the mood. Um, I really like decorating. I'm a 60 year old woman deep, deep down. I love decorating. It's a hard hobby to have because it costs money and, you know, you only have so much space and, you know, changing stuff, but I really, I really enjoy it. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a great hobby. I've got my aunts that way. And she does like, she used to like stage homes for people and do that. Kind oh, of I've thought about that. I love love I just love looking at architecture and design and love it love it they're like hey spend my money and decorate my house and you're like oh awesome oh I've told I've told guys that on dates I was like I don't care like if they just moved in someplace they need help decorating and I was like I will help you even if we never speak again in that regard I would love to help you (laughs) I helped two exes like get laid I think because (laughs) I've just made their places so nice but I don't care I'm like you're going to give me money to like pick out stuff. Okay. I'm in, I'm in. I love that. So if you had a billboard and on your billboard, it could say anything or have photos or whatever you want it, what would you put on your billboard? Probably, um, put the best picture of me ever heavily Photoshopped, of course. And then like, would you like to date this woman? And then like a website. Yeah. <laughs> or a QR code or something you can like yeah. write to your profile. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why that not? Is the best. This is the best answer I've had. So, I mean, and it's on. Oh, good. 
the only thing it was the first thing that came to my mind so I was like all right I love it I love it so if I'm in Seattle where is the go-to restaurant or food to get if I'm in Seattle what is your place you're like you have to go god um I really that's such a hard question for me because I love food and so it would have to be, I have specifics for each category. I have a favorite Thai restaurant. I have a favorite seafood restaurant, a favorite steak restaurant. Um, you know, it just depends for what. Probably um, the butcher's table has like really good steak and it's not a like pretentious, like old school, I guess, like steakhouse. It's a little bit more modern and fun. Well, I love steak, great recommendation. So. I love steak, I love meat. I just love it. Um, and so what was my, what was I going to say? Oh, so right now, obviously we've been talking about this is that, you know, it's tough Qu quarantine, COVID people at a job, yeah. you know, every, not, and it's election season. So things are crazy. What is yeah. one piece of advice? So people are listening. What is one piece of advice you can give people going through this, something positive that are people that are really struggling right now? I mean, you're not alone. I think everybody is. And I think we tend to beat ourselves up over things and not to do that. This is a very weird time that we're going through and handle it however you need to handle it. You know, whether you're crying or you're eating or, you know, as long as you're not doing permanent harm to yourself, I, I think we all handle things differently and you need to kind of give yourself grace and not beat yourself up about every little thing. You know, if you gain 10 pounds, it's not the end of the world. No. You're going to be okay. Alive. Yeah, exactly. You're happy. You're alive. You're, you know, you have your, mm -hmm. I mean, it's tough. I, I, I don't envy. I mean, I've had, I've been lucky. I've been so fortunate during this time, but there's so many people mentally, physically, financially struggling and so it's just one of those moments. It will get better. We just have to like also be forgiving for others. Like there's sometimes mm -hmm. like people are just, you can tell they're just about to lose it. And you're just like, I just need to give them a little more grace than I would before. Yeah. I need to remember that. And it's a weird time because it feels to some extent, like things are somewhat normal at times. And so I know I've been like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Like this, you know, it's not that bad. You know, you don't have, it's not a, a flesh eating virus and there aren't zombies in the street, so to speak. Right. And so I think at times you can convince yourself that things are normal and they're not, they're not. I, know. I think I'm actually probably handling it better than some because I did spend so much time by myself mm. and I know how that affects me. And I'm, I'm one of those people who needs like if I had something to do like on a Thursday night, a Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, like I need to be by myself for the rest of the week. But I go through those things where I spend so much time alone and then I crave human interaction. So it's kind of a little bit of both. And so I felt like, oh, I'm used to this. I'm used to quarantine to some extent, but it's still different. And yeah, I got to cut myself some slack. Yeah, exactly. Well, just even like masks, like it's funny now it's an accessory. Like you just have your mask when you grab your keys, you grab it all. Mm -hmm. Mask is like, it's such an inconvenience, but it's such a, yeah. it's not that bad, but it right. is. it's uncomfortable, but in the yeah. big scheme of things, can I handle this? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing like ads on Instagram for them. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so weird that people are like coordinating their outfits. And this, I mean, this is one of those things that 
is I think forever going to change how we handle things. We're not going to go back to be giving people like hugs that we don't know. And as a greeting, you know, like little things like that. Same thing with like nine 11, it changed going to the airport and it's just going to be something that's part of our everyday life. Yeah. We'll get used to it. And then the next generation won't know anything different. Cause it's like, Oh, that's how I was raised. Right. And right. I, I can't imagine someone like you, or I have a few friends like that, like dating right now, it's gotta be like, crazy if you're trying to meet somebody it's completely changed the game i live in north idaho so we are our regulations are very different than washington like washington's still pretty locked down i mean we're really open right now um so to really you don't have that same way to mingle and meet new people i mean you really have yeah to dive in my girlfriend is um just moved to california like right as COVID hit and i i feel bad for the people who just moved someplace And, you know, she's trying to date and meet people and it's, it's, you don't know anyone. You can't go do things like, like you normally would. So that makes it exponentially harder. Exactly. Or you don't have a friend to introduce you to somebody. Um, if you're to a new, new state, a new city. Yeah. 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 So last question is you jumped into your career, uh, radio, you know, your voice, all this stuff. Um, what is one thing that you would like, I guess, piece of advice you would give someone that's maybe wanting to go into that career, something you wish you would have known before going into this career? Something that I wish I had known. I had such a unique experience that a lot of people didn't. um, And I got warned that, you know, radio is a lot of drama and backstabbing because there's only so many jobs. Um, it's hard as a female, especially like we're usually, um, you know, the laugh track for men We're the sidekick it's, you know, Howard Stern, Robin Gibbons is, is the backup, you know, it's Ryan Seacrest girls take the back seat. And I knew that, but I feel like I've seen that a lot more recently after being let go that it's a lot of my male coworkers have found jobs Um, it's hard to not take it personally at times. Um, I don't know, it's, it's a tough one. So I, I probably don't have like the regular advice for other people. I think just getting your foot in the door in any way. And I think that's probably the advice I would give to someone like, how do you get in there? Like I'm a unique case. Um, but I think if you can get your foot in the door being on the promotions department or a board op, which is basically someone who just makes sure all the buttons and stuff are working when no one is there. Um, just getting your foot in the door and having the boss know who you are. And at least at my station, if you showed an interest and in like, I wanna do this, like people love that attitude. So if you're in the building to show them that you're willing to work hard, I think, um, yeah, That's you'll get a little bit. All right, yeah. how can we, um, me and my listeners, how can we support you right now? Send me money, Venmo. I'm just kidding. She has it in her bio. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm half joking. Um, yeah, follow me on on TikTok. Hopefully, it doesn't go away. Um, I honestly like. I really have felt like I've learned so much from the TikTok um, platform. I fought it tooth and nail, and people are like, "You should do that." I'm like, "I'm too old to be on TikTok," but no, everyone's on there, like grandmothers and. <laughs> Oh, it's awesome. So 
Yeah, TikTok is probably as long as it sticks around, like that seems to be a really good platform for me. And you know, short little segments of telling dating stories and yeah. So follow me there. Perfect. Hopefully that's how I get a job. If the more followers I get, I can I can show, you know, people at radio stations, look, because that's what they're looking for a lot of times. Like, do you have a social media following? Can you bring more to the table than just, you know, being on air? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Mason, for giving your time today. Um, and good thank luck you. with jobs and dating. Um, and please go follow her on all of her social media platforms, especially your TikTok. You'll love it. You won't regret it. And I'll tag her in all the stuff. Um, so thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.